Good morning. So, Metro, let's do a quick timeline. 1996, the idea of bringing Metro service to Loudoun is added to the countywide transportation plan. In 2012, the Board of Supervisors votes to commit to bringing Metro to Loudoun. In 2016, county supervisors launch an overhaul of the county comprehensive plan, which will include planning around the county's three future Metro stops. But... Now, with the proposal for a massive development between two stations landing in their laps, it's time for county supervisors to start making some decisions. For Thursday, April 19th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Ren Screen. A proposal to build a massive 3,700 home development on 158 acres between two of Loudoun's future metro stops means it's time for the Board of Supervisors to start making some concrete decisions that have been a long time coming. The property's owners have asked the county for permission to build nearly a quarter million square feet of office space, 240,000 square feet of retail space, offering a site for an elementary school, a public park, 381 townhouses, and 3,325 multifamily units, some of them with designs the county just hasn't had before. They're calling it Silver District West, and with that many homes, there are not many developments in Loudoun to match it. It also might be a little out in front of the county's work to plan for Metro. It sits along the south side of the Dulles Greenway, straddling Loudoun County Parkway and stretching almost the entire distance between two Metro stations that are under construction now. And supervisors are debating this application at the same time that county planners and committees are working on revising the county's comprehensive plan. Some of the most intense focus and high-stakes decisions in that comprehensive plan fall squarely around this proposal and Loudoun's future metro stops. The plan is that that area will see Loudoun's most intense growth in some of its first truly urban environments. The county has a lot invested in getting the development around those metro stations right. The work to rewrite the comprehensive plan has faced major scheduling setbacks, though, and the county now hopes to have its work wrapped up by March of next year, which could well mean supervisors take a vote on Silver District West before the planning exercise around the new comprehensive plan is done. It's a conversation that was always coming. Loudon Chair Phyllis Randall said it's a new conversation, but not an unexpected one, and that the proposal very much resembles many of the ideas the county has been working on for that area already. And figuring out this proposal will go beyond big picture planning. To really make a considered vote on it, supervisors will have to get into dollars and cents. For example, 
The applicants have offered to provide a site for an elementary school and to pay cash to the county to offset the impact those new homes will have on county services like fire stations and so on. Those capital impact fees are right in line with the established formulas the county has used before to calculate what developers should be paying, but some supervisors are saying those formulas won't be enough for urban-style development, so supervisors will have to figure out what will work. Supervisor Ralph Bona chairs the Fiscal Impact Committee, which comes up with those formulas, and he said they've never dealt with this kind of development before, and it would take at least six months for that committee to work up new formulas. Also, the school site is much smaller than what the county has accepted from other developers for schools. The developer has suggested putting a more urban-style school there, but the school system still hasn't figured out the design for urban-style schools or how much exactly they will cost. They're just expected generally to cost more. Already, the Board of Supervisors has received a petition with hundreds of signatures in opposition to this Silver District West. But this application is a long way from a vote, and at least 20 years from full build-out after that. Supervisors sent it to the Transportation and Land Use Committee. There will be a lot of negotiating before this gets a yes or no vote, and a lot could happen. For example, Supervisor Ron Meyer has already floated the idea of getting the developer to take over building an important extension of Shellhorn Road based on the county's experience with developers getting other road projects done faster and cheaper than the county or state. Anyway, go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the General Assembly has, for the second time, passed a bill that will fill Virginia's share of Metro's funding gap, mostly by taking money from other transportation projects in our region. Northern Virginia leaders saw hope when Governor Ralph Northam recommended significant changes to a bill that would have taken much of the money Virginia needs for Metro from the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority. That authority is funded by special taxes in this region and writes grants for hundreds of millions of dollars in transportation projects every year. Where the General Assembly bill would have taken much of that funding away, Northam's amendments would instead have raised a tax on real estate transactions and a tax on stays and guest lodging for much of that money. Yesterday, the state Senate endorsed those edits, including support from the four senators whose districts include parts of Loudoun, two Democrats, two Republicans. But the House of Delegates took the governor's edits back out with a party-line vote. The Republican majority in the House voted to restore the parts of the bill dealing with paying for Metro. Every Loudoun delegate except Delegate Dave LaRock, Loudoun's only Republican delegate, voted to keep the governor's edits. This will, of course, limit the money that the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority has to help pay for congestion relief in the region. Okay, that's a lot of Metro talk. Let's move on to something else. What started with a half dozen high school students a few years ago has turned into a countywide movement to make sure their classmates know they aren't alone. This month, students from seven Loudoun County high schools will be taking part in We're All Human walks and assemblies to make sure their peers know that help is available for their feelings of stress and hopelessness. Around 9,000 students will be taking part. The first We're All Human event was held at Woodgrove High School in 2016 as the county began to see a rise in teen suicides. Now, they're held each April at Briar Woods, Heritage, Riverside, Loudoun Valley, and Broad Run High Schools. The We're All Human clubs at each school are meant to help students deal with stress, anxiety, and depression. They get some help from school staff trained in Sources of Strength, an evidence-led suicide prevention program, and the Ryan Bartell Foundation, which was founded by the parents of a Woodgrove senior who took his own life in 2014. 
Plans to fill in the last unbuilt section of Lansdowne Town Center have been delayed by concerns around traffic. The seven-acre parcel in question is at the northeast corner of Route 7 and Belmont Ridge Road and sits between the new Belmont Ridge Road interchange, the Harris Teeter, and Selden's Landing Elementary. Today, it's designated for office space only, which is a vision of suburban office parks that county planners and Loudoun developers have increasingly abandoned as the office market has dried up. A new proposal includes two drive through restaurants, which are planned for a new Chick-fil-A and a relocation of the Starbucks already there in Lansdowne. It would also cut out some of the office space and the old plans there and replace it with other retail space in an effort to keep the town center viable and competitive. But concerns over the traffic study on the project have delayed a vote at the Board of Supervisors. The traffic study was conducted before construction began on the new overpass at Belmont Ridge Road. Today, two of the four ramps at that interchange are open. The study also did not consider what supervisors say is one of the major entrances to the property. It looked at the entrance off Belmont Ridge Road, but not one off of Riverside Parkway. The board is expected to take this up again, possibly for a vote on or before May 17th. The first application for Lansdowne Town Center was approved back in 1985. Today, according to a report by county planners, all of the development's allotted homes and 97% of its retail area have been built. Half of the development's mixed-use office and retail space and only 28% of its office space has been completed. And the Leesburg Town Council has voted unanimously to allow a bronze statue of the late Stanley Calkins in front of the former Calkins Jewelers on King Street. That would put it right in the heart of historic downtown Leesburg in front of what is today Black Hoof Brewing, where more than one morning minute has been written. The sculpture will be privately funded, and its advocates hope to have it up in time for Calkins' birthday on October 6th. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, Riverhawk Productions at Belmont Ridge Middle School is performing The Hunchback of Notre Dame, the musical, tonight at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10, and as I said, it's at Belmont Ridge Middle School in Leesburg. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, put up a bronze statue on King Street in front of our office to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.